recording has started. And we back. It's your boy D. It's Bubba. And we're back with another quality content episode for y'all today. Listen, August was a month, okay? We, I mean, we got one in there for y'all, but it was a very busy month. Okay, personally, I have birthdays literally, and I'm not exaggerating, literally every week. My boy's birthday started it off and my niece on the 13th and the 11th. The very next week, you had my, I went to AC. And my mom's birthday was that weekend as well. The week after that was two of my sister's birthdays and Michael Jackson's. So it was a very busy, it was a very, very, very busy month. But it's sitting down September. We'll sit down September and be asking. For me, I just feel like, man, did a lot of spending in August, did a lot of mixing and moving. And I feel like it's time to sit my ass down and uh, get some of my finances back in order. You feel what I'm saying? So Always a solid option. Always a solid Mm -hmm. option. But we back. And my first thing, so I'm going to let y'all know. Here's what I'm going into. I'm about to become a stock broker. Or not a stock broker, but I'm about to get into investment (sighs) bank. Or not investment banking. Options. I'm about to get into (laughs) options. And uh, I'm going to make a lot of money. I feel really good about it. I've been learning the charts. And I feel like these are the type of things we need to be getting into if we really want to compete, you know, like on the grand stage financially. You get me? Like, we need to know how to flip these stocks and assets they got on the on the, on Wall Street and make it work for us and not these billionaires constantly. You get what I'm saying? So that's what I want to do. That. And work towards an apartment. But, you know, that's all going to come. Sit down September is all going to marinate and come together. And y'all going to see the fruits of it. But, yeah. Something that I wanted to talk about today. How you feel about... What, 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 when do you feel like you are old? At what point will you be saying, I'm old? Uh, 50. I've I actually thought about this recently. Like, a while. Like, because... People be telling me, oh, you pushing 30 or whatever, blah, blah, blah. 30 is not old. Like, it's not even close to old. Like, I really think you're old technically when you're like 50. And even then, really 60 low key. I'm about to say, like, like, really really old. But you want to know something? First, um, I've been getting people saying that 30 shit too. Oh, you pushing 30. Um, So what? And (laughs) this is honestly how I feel. I'm not even grown yet. Like the twenties is we're still learning our adulthood, coming into our adulthood, figuring out the, you know, the world and where we really fit in it. I feel like thirties. Now you should have an idea of the plan you want to execute and you should have some type of foundation. Now you grown now go get it. You know what I'm saying? But even still, you just at the beginning stages of being grown, you know, I think it's fucked up that, um, they expect us to have shit all figured out at 25, 26, 27 years old. We're not even grown yet. Like, I know niggas in their 40s that don't got shit figured fully out yet. I mean, they grown, but like... My dad is 50. <laughs> that nigga don't got shit figured out. <laughs> like, I would be real. Like, this age shit, when you pull to have it figured out, that is honestly probably one of the biggest reasons why everybody's so depressed and feel yeah. like uncontent with where they at in life 
because we got these ridiculous ass standards put on to us that there's no way we can live up to. Like literally any way at all. Like I feel like people be they be um what's the word when you like reminisce on the past nostalgic? They mm-hmm. yeah, they be nostalgic about like the fifties and like sixties where they were like, Oh, at twenty one I was bought a house off of like a, a male like no like a like a uh that would like be so a good. fucking waiter off salary. A newspaper clipping. Right. It's you like, was going through bro. a fucking newspaper, saw a house like I'm gonna buy it. Just like, that easy. That shit is so far gone from reality now. Everything is so expensive now and it keeps getting more expensive. Yeah. Like, that That's shit the don't make no don't. sense. I'd be fucking homeless if it wasn't for family, the way that these goddamn <laughs> for... uh uh apartment fees and shit is set up in the college town, you know, state college, it's a different market up there. The really? security deposits are not as crazy. Um and the process to get into these spots is just not as drawn out. In the city, bro, I found a $900 apartment. Oh, that shit was probably... $3,000 for the security deposit. They wanted first <clears throat> month, last month, and then one extra join as the extra security deposit. Nigga, I was like, this is ridiculous. Right, I was like, like <laughs> this is ridiculous. And this is what... But you want to know something? They they able to do that because we keep paying it. Like, and that sort of kind of plays into gentrification because if you raise the prices in a community of people that can actually afford it going to move in, unfortunately, those people typically be white. But that's how it's going to go. They know somebody with the money is going to come in and pay it, so they're going to keep doing this dumb price shit. It ain't going to stop until we put our foot down and be like, nigga, I'm not paying it. Like, I'm... All of us, the whole country. I know it sounds. No it more sounds rent. good. It really does, but we just need it's unity. It's, it's just not gonna happen, bro. Because you see, there's no unity to be had because, like, people really take a lot of their opinions from social media, and I really had to sit back and really think. Mm-hmm. Like, social media is not real life. Like, no. It really isn't. Like, people say shit on social media and post shit on social media, but that shit just don't be real life. Like, like, like you want to know something? I seen this one joint on us, and this is just so true. I found myself falling to this trap of seeing some social media shit and being like, oh, this must really be a high beat. It's the point where I'm making triggered reaction videos on Instagram to it. <laughs> this bitch going to say... If he can talk to you, he can talk about you. So if he pillow talking and expressing himself to you, you know, in private, when y'all break up, that same nigga will talk about you in private to the next bitch. I'm like, yo, what kind of toxic <laughs> shit is this? <laughs> Who like, even thinks about shit I'm like, like that? Females really think like that. Like, I can't even vent to you. You think I'm gonna go gossip to you when we break up? That is crazy. <laughs> then I'm sitting here to check myself, like, no, there's no way. Bitches don't really think like that. There's no way that these bitches really think like that. And I didn't even want to repost it because, like you said, a lot of people's opinions, thoughts, what they think is matters in the world come from social media. So I didn't even want to repost it. Of course, I was going to repost it and, like, debunk that shit, call that bitch all kinds of crazy. But I didn't even want to give her message, the platform, to further pollute the minds of these already mentally distraught women. (laughs) And that's just the truth. I'm very particular about what I put on my page. I do not want to enforce any of the bullshit. Any of the bullshit. 
All I ever post is fucking memes. <laughs> I, I'm gonna be honest. I wish it was more of that. I I wish I'm I wish I could scroll down, and that's probably my fault for following too many bad bitches and you know political accounts. But I don't see no funny things. All it is is bitches shaking ass and controversial opinions about the sexes. Basically, that's really all it is. And don't get me bro. wrong. Part of that I'm okay with, but the other part I'm not okay with. I don't want to come online and constantly feel like I want to argue with the way the world thinks. You know? So okay, okay. So this wasn't we didn't plan this topic, but I just I'm I'm gonna just slide it in real quick because it kind of fit in. So like I was watching this video, right? I think I posted it in the chat, and it was about the dangers of TikTok. Mm. And bro. These companies and these algorithms, bro, are ridiculous. Like like how you just said, like all I ever see is like bad bitches and political shit. Bro, mm-hmm. that is like a deliberate programming. Effort. Yes, because mm-hmm. you'll see the you'll see a bad bitch on IG and get dopamine. You might not think that you're getting dopamine. You might not even you no, just I scroll. feel it. Like, bro, hey, that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm in a better it. mood after seeing a bad bitch. And then you'll just keep scrolling. That's how mm-hmm. they keep you on the app. Like, bro, it, it's crazy. So real. And then they'll post something that you they know you don't like because of your like habits and what you post. And they'll post that to get you triggered and then get you mad. And then the next thing that you see that you like, it gives you more dopamine so that you keep coming on the apps. It's I crazy, am, bro. I'm a victim. We I are. am a victim. We you know are, how many, t- bro, bro, I get up every morning with the intent of finding something that's going to trigger me and make me want to argue. <laughs> like, I be looking for it. Like, oh. <laughs> they they, they literally, not- it's crazy, bro. Go ahead. Bro, that, that literally is crazy. I'll be finding myself, telling myself, man, I'm, I'm off Instagram. Like, I'm off. Let me let me just close it out. I'm off it. Two minutes later, I find myself scrolling again, just going. I'm like, yeah, I just said I'm done with this goddamn app, and now I'm back. Like, it's literally an addiction. Like, I really, And that's Bro. so facts about that dopamine, because I really do be feeling good when I'm scrolling and I see something. Like, even just seeing a funny video, you get what I'm saying? That releases mm-hmm. dopamine. That is just so crazy. They just playing with all our chemicals like this. Bro, and we don't even hard know. Hardwiring our brains. Like, it's crazy. That's why I've really tried to make concerted efforts. Like, all right, I- I'll dedicate this much time to this platform and then mm-hmm. try to get off. Even though I, I yeah. still be scro- doom scrolling because the doom scrolling is the scary thing. When you just scrolling, scrolling, that's all. That's all you find happiness throughout the day is just, mm-hmm. oh, I saw this and I scrolled this. how this I pass my time. It. Every time right. I had time to pass. Like, bro, nah, it's it's sad. And the kids, the kids are gone. Like, I'm they sorry, done bro. bro all, they, the, they, the newer generation is done for. They was born like, in it, raised in it. That they, they don't, they literally don't know another reality outside of everything being caught up on social media. Like, bro. and that's low-key kind of scary. Imagine when they get older. If we think the bitches now are, like, airheaded, oh, my God. Oh, have my you, God. Have you noticed your attention span, bro? Have you noticed just, it got worse or better? Worse. It's got worse, too long, right? I don't want to watch it. Hey, bro, it's that's just, crazy. <laughs> like, that's really actually crazy, though. If the video is too long, I don't want to watch it. It can have the best information in it. If it's over a certain amount of time, 
all right, man, fuck this. They, they better find a way to condense this shit into a 30-second bit. The apps are doing this. They're hardwiring our brains. I find myself doing that exact shit. I watch a video I know I would enjoy. I know I would enjoy it. As it's soon as long. I get to right, it'd be like, bro, I'm not watching this. It's, it's so all bad, principle. Bro. This is too long. Like exactly. I've seen people make very informative, entertaining videos in 30 seconds, sometimes 15 seconds. What I'm about to watch a two minute long video for, and that's sad. To where a two minute long video is like, <laughs> this is, this is dragging. Oh my god! Like, what the fuck is this? But and that, I'm gonna be honest, but I feel like one, it's only gonna get worse, and I feel like it's a responsibility of people like us, people who do make content that is a little more longer form, to continue doing it. Because if we don't, it's going to die. And everything is just going to be so superficial and shallow to where if you can't get people off the first 10 seconds, then it's going to be lost. But you know how hard it is to give people meaningful, deep, important information in 15 fucking seconds? So people will never even give themselves the opportunity to really learn nothing because in their mind, oh, it's too long. But that may be exactly what they want because a dumb population is a controllable population. Oh, it all comes it, full circle. It really do. Like, just think about this. You seen that that uh, monotone girl? I don't know who. I don't know her name, but she has a podcast. She she, oh, Bobby. She probably, I love her. Yes, Bobby. Yeah, Bobby. Actually, I don't name. fuck with her no more. I, bro, all I, the only reason I brought her up. Hold on, we'll talk about why you don't fuck with her. But the only reason I bring her up is because she literally came out of fucking nowhere, and yeah. she only posts. 30 second clips of whole interviews she has. I guarantee you nobody's fucking watching Just watch them whole bro. videos. They but she has millions on that 30 second clip of her talking to Drake. Oh, so you you want to have sex? Like, bro, like what? So what the fuck are we doing making hour long podcasts? Okay. <laughs> we need to make a little 30 second video and just make 10 of them bitches. But <laughs> and put them no, out. No, we actually not do have to make a problem. No, but we, so no, we have to do both. We just have mm-hmm. to, you have to appeal to the audience, right? So shorter shit, whatever. But you also, we got to keep this form alive. Yeah, that long form content. Yeah. This crazy, is where the real man. meat and potatoes of the conversations come out. We could never fit the, t- the stuff we got in the last fit in the 30 seconds. No. If we tried to fit 30 seconds of this podcast in one clip, you would miss out on so much shit. Like there's, none there's of our personalities no will come out at all. And that's something about Bobby. Let's just hit on her for a second. I don't, I was a big fan of her. I find that sarcastic, dry humor hilarious. I really do. Like that shit is funny. When she was interviewing funny Marco, it's like, oh, what's your type? He was like, you. Oh, no, that was like funny. ratchet, pat your head. They're going to pull up, bust a weed. You don't got that in you. And I'm like, she don't. And if she's sitting there looking all uncomfortable, I'm like, yo, that shit was hilarious. Like, her uncomfort bought me pleasure. But anyway, but then she did an interview with Drake. And maybe I'm just a Drake stan, but she blocked my nigga after the join. And I hear all these reports about it was weird. The It was so awkward. It just wasn't a good, it just, it just wasn't a good join. And I could be in the train of thought of thinking, oh, Drake is probably another weirdo celebrity. And you know, she didn't know that until she got in a room with him one-on-one. But I am one of them people. I don't think Drake is one of those weird celebrities. Maybe I am, you know, 
just choosing to be whatever. But Drake seems like a cool dude. He seems like a great guy. And I don't think he would make Bobby uncomfortable. So the fact that you went in there, your biggest podcast person, right? Got you the most views, put you on the map, clout. I mean, even though you were still doing your thing, you know, so you don't fuck him, you blocking him, you trying to make it seem like he on some weird shit, but you, you want some weird shit. How about that? So me and Bobby, we beefing, unless she want to have me in her podcast, which I, first of all, Bobby, if you want to come on the podcast, you are welcome. We would have <laughs> such, all this shit oh then. my God, we would have such a good time. Oh, we would have <laughs> such a good time. That would be so lit. But still, she going to have to patch up my boy Drizzy, or we could, we could have that conversation on the podcast. Bobby, I know you got his number. Let's figure it out on quality content. Now, listen. Y'all may be listening, thinking, oh, this nigga about to get no damn Bobby and Drake. You never know. Let, the, let, let Bobby hear this and be like, let's do it. Yeah, we had it. You know, <laughs> speak it into existence. Speak it into existence. But yeah. So, uh, what's we talking about? Damn, before we got hit on that Bobby. We be that, getting so, I'm honest, we be doing so many things. That damn girl done got me all distracted. But her humor is uh, hilarious. She got Shaq on the last episode. I got to check her out. But uh, even though I don't like her like that, even though I want her to be on the podcast. <laughs> um, but yeah, tw- attention span. Did you see that? Look, just got completely taken <laughs> off. Yeah, we completely forgot what the hell was going on. The information is gone now. Whatever the hell, we, whatever deep knowledge we was on to beforehand is done. But that does bring me to something that I'm curious to get your opinion on. So we was talking about um, how the housing market is so fucked, right? If you can, so we got a lot of issues in the world. You got homelessness, hunger, uh, you know, a lot of other shit. Nah, if you yeah. could, yeah. So if you can choose <laughs> any of those things to one solve, right? What would it be? Like one world issue. One world issue, and it's completely solved. Like it's just not an issue anymore. Uh, probably classism. Mm. See, I didn't even think about it like that. I'm. How did I go shallow with my own fucking question? <laughs> <laughs> this shit about to be crazy. Oh my god! I was just gonna say, bro. I would make it so nobody ever has to pay to have somewhere to live. Affordable I mean, housing needs to be something that is like a thing. Like you, first of all, I feel like when people have a base to work from, you don't got to worry about where you're gonna lay your head at. You don't got to worry about where you gonna you gonna store your treasures. Think of life as a video game. Imagine if you don't have nowhere to save your your your, your progress. You don't have nowhere to store your 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 stash when your inventory get full. You don't have nowhere to go lay down to refill your health. You ain't going to make it that far in the game. The game is going to be very hard for you to get through. Having that base to come home to, having that, you know, that home, basically. Even if you got to figure out where your next meal going to come from, knowing where you're going to lay your head at, I feel like would even make that struggle better. Because, shit, you can sleep off some hunger. Now, I know that's not ideal, (laughs) but you can eat some sleep. You feel what I'm saying? So Everybody's done it. Everybody's done it. So... I mean, oh, no, that actually is a good point. So, so I've thought about all this shit too in the past. Like, how, bruh, I hate when people tell us where are we going to find the money to do mm. stuff like this. I say, shut the fuck up. We can do whatever 
we want literally whatever the fuck we want like mm-hmm. this is a made-up construct and now we're saying oh we can't do it because nigga, what just, make just this change shit the rules right exactly. make just do rules. it like so maybe like, i'm a little maybe you can fill me in or something because i'm a little i don't really get it i think i get it but maybe i'm missing it is the whole bricks thing with them changing the currency right is that a big deal is that I know they trying to say that's a big deal, but is that really a big deal? America not having the buy the the dollar not having that value around the world is that really as big of a deal as they making it seem? Uh, I mean, it ain't nothing, but it ain't gonna affect you and me. Like, it and that's, it, that's like a a a something way over our heads that has no effect, like. At the end of the day, shit ain't going to change for you and me. Well, okay, okay, okay. Hold up, hold up, hold up. Let let me pause right there. Let me pause right there for a second. Because I was about to say something crazy. Because, like, the effect of the dollar ain't going to have no effect on you and me. Yes, the fuck it would. If it went down to some astronomically low price. Low number? Right. Oh, my God. We in Venezuela now where we got $100 billion to get some bread? Like, no. That would be that crazy. That would be crazy. That'd be fucking terrible. But How did it get like that? Over, I don't understand. Corruption. How did it's you become corrupt. that corrupt? A hundred billion dollars <laughs> to, <laughs> to buy some bread. That don't even make sense. How did y'all? What? How did that's, that happen, bro? Oh, Made up constructs had niggas not being able to get bread. That's that what I'm saying, crazy. bro. We just need to. There, there should be, everybody should have a house and everybody should have uh, a way to get food. Because at the end of the day, bro, we have the resources to feed everybody in this yep. country. I'm not we talking about the, house, everybody. We got the space. Bro, exactly. Just talk, I'm just talking about this country right now. Right? Mm-hmm. We have the capabilities to feed everyone. We you know have how much food technology. we throw out? You know how much food it gets thrown out every day. Like, bro, we can pay and we can build houses and just have people not worry about their shit. Like, what I think society should be is you do have to have a job, mm-hmm. but you just doing that to keep society going. Like, everybody mm-hmm. does this. Like, we just think, all right, we're going to go to this job, do whatever we do to keep society afloat four days out of the week the rest of my rest of those days you off like you cycle through workers so i like every that. day right but you cycle through workers every couple of days so that you don't have like three days where literally nothing gets done but right. the other three days are your personal time you do what you want all the money that you've acquired from that job is not going to pay rent it's not going to pay for it's food. for you. It's literally for you to do what you want to do. That mm-hmm. I don't understand why we've complicated shit to a point where it's like, oh, everybody's paycheck to paycheck. Why? Yeah, because they started making it? all of this shit free commerce and business. Capitalism is a good thing, but at the same time, everything should not be open to the free market. I I believe that 
that that is literally why the housing market is the way it is. That's the reason why the schools are the way they are and why they're so expensive. That's the reason why medicines are expensive. That is literally why, because we opened it up to the free market and let capitalistic minds do what they do, which is how can we get the most money out of people while spending the least amount of money? You get what I'm saying? There should be, we need, listen, I told myself I wasn't going to vote no more, <clears throat> but there are a couple things that if, a motherfucker came and promised us, and I could count on them. That's this is a, that's another big part to it. Yeah, I could count big. on them to follow through with it. I would vote for their ass. One of those being, and it's still going to be, get rid of my student loans. I am <laughs> going to be on that until they're gone. They talking about payments starting October. We yeah. got two more months. Let's go. I heard Kamala talking about some. She's ready and willing to be the president. Um, she may have to step up to be the president. I'm like, um, first of all, Kamala, sit your ass down. And two, if you ain't talking about following through and finishing with Biden and start up these student loans, I don't even, you can pack your bag and get out the White House right now. That and housing. If somebody come in and be like, listen, I'm about to literally do a more, I'm complete, talking about, fuck, not fuck, but you know how they say they're going to redo the criminal justice system? Mm -hmm. I'm going to redo the housing market. We about to put levels to this stuff. We about to streamline it. We about to make, you know, we about to just, yeah, I mean, make it so it's truly affordable for people. So it, the idea used to be 30% of your income was you're supposed to use towards, you know, your houses and stuff like that. And the rest of your 70 is for you. Savings, life, shit like that. That is not the case no more. We need to start making it so that way it's more reminiscent of that. Let's put some rent controls, okay? Put, put a mandates, federal mandates on how much, these apartment owners and you know rental owners can charge i should not have it should be a, a a limit on how much you can charge for one bedroom apartment i'm sorry you should not be able to charge three thousand dollars third department for a one bedroom apartment that, that's literally crazy i don't give a damn that bitch better have it better have jarvis in that motherfucker like the iron man house if i'm paying all that money for a one bedroom apartment like that's the only thing those two things give me my student loans change the housing and I'll vote for whatever the hell you want. But until then, I'm genuinely not voting again. Y'all niggas ain't doing nothing that's affecting anything, really. The only reason I know that there's a different president in office is because they show a different person on the television screens. I can't tell based off of how my life has changed that anything is changing. You know what I'm saying? There's no big change from Trump to to Biden. The only difference is the news coverage that I'm seeing, which if I didn't watch the news, I wouldn't even have known. I wouldn't have knew who the fuck the president was. You know, I wouldn't know if it was yeah. Biden or Trump, if it was red or blue. You know, so I don't. I don't even fucking watch the news. I'll be honest. I, I'll get. I'll get big updates, but I don't. I don't watch that shit. It's. It's too toxic. Yeah. And like. I, I had. I had a point. Um. Fuck. We, we were just talking about. Um. Like the house, I'm like, oh, okay, I remember, I remember. Um, so with that capitalist shit, I believe there is a room for that. Like, yeah, money is like, good. Make your money. Like it, what, what, like with the system I said a little earlier. Um, there's room for that. Yeah, four days are required, but if you want to work extra to afford something that you want, you can totally mm -hmm. do that. If you want to dedicate your time to just working and doing what you do, like how people are doing now, that's totally your freedom. But that right. shouldn't be 
just force upon everybody. Exactly. Yeah. Like exactly. really, like all that. Like we've we've literally low key taken ourselves out of all that survival shit. Like this. Mm-hmm. Like bro, we've created whole societies and shit. Like we're not like cavemen, primitive shit like that. Like I feel like if we want to evolve and be like keep humanity going, we're gonna have to do shit like this. Mm-hmm. But then that's also because I was talking to this chick earlier and she was like, um, she do crocheting. So I think skills like that are like indispensable because when if the aliens come, the meteor fall out the sky, Russia sends some nukes and we send them back and nuclear holocaust to Earth, whatever. If something was to happen and the world was to break down, these systems that we are so reliant on were to break down. The vast majority of us would be fucked. We wouldn't know really? how to feed ourselves, clothe ourselves. We wouldn't know what to do. Like we just the simple fact of not having somebody tell you what your day is going to look like. You go to work and do this would drive some people crazy. What do I do with all of this free time? Like people who I feel like are investing in those skills, man. What when the world ends, those are the motherfuckers that's gonna really hold the power crochet garden my sister she in the garden and she about to step up to farming good because when the world ends we're gonna need y'all okay we're gonna need y'all keep crocheting your pillows keep making your socks and your scarves and your hats even if ain't nobody buying them bitches keep making them because we're gonna need that when you know eventually or maybe jesus might come back and you know the world in that way so we're gonna need these people who can hold it down on like the fundamental level you get what i'm saying like we can't become so removed from reality that when these made-up systems go away and we gotta rely on just the real world and what we can do with it we are just like lost you know no yeah and that just makes me think like what the fuck do I, if it ended right now what the fuck would i offer i would just be a body basically okay like i would just have I'd to do use my labor mouth. Pause. Pause. I did not mean it like that. I did not mean it. I meant I would use my oral speaking ability. I did not mean it like that. You're going to need some people <laughs> to bring the people together and communicate. Because you, one of the biggest issues bridging people from being able to come together is communication. I don't know how to formulate the words that make you get on the same thinking as me. You know what I'm saying? I feel like I'm kind of good at that. I you know, I mean, if you need somebody to help you hunt, I can help, but I can't lead the hunt. I can't uh, fucking hunt, so, but I can talk my shit. You know, you want to, I can, I'll be like an orator. If that is what I would do, if the world went to shit, what would be my thing? It's going to be funny. I would be a bard. I would literally be a bard. <laughs> I would tell stories and entertain people for a living. That's I mean, how that's, I would get a, that's actually a, a pretty good thing i mean it ain't gonna save nobody life but it's... it could save somebody's life you uh, about to get it... killed and i start dancing they like oh shit this nigga got moves now why they distracted you come up from behind boom and now we're uh, good to go you never know you just never know bro you never know oh okay again off topic uh would you get a gun I want a gun. I need a gun. I just took my sister to the gun range. Plans is to get a gun. Apply for a concealed carry. It literally takes three days. But you what need do you two like? References, though. 
Ref- what do you mean references? Like, like, just like people just, saying this guy's not crazy. Yeah. Okay. Can it be? And like, it can't be family. Oh, okay. I about to say, I'm, yeah, my sister. Both no, yeah, it can't be family. Easy. Like my man has been trying to get me to do this forever. I'm gonna do so it. So it can't be friends or family. It could be friends. Do friends count? What? Yeah. Could I have one tomorrow. That's easy. I was say, yeah, it really, it, bro. I mean, you got a chance made getting guns. Easy. Uh, I don't think you have to pay. Well, you might. It might I think it's twenty dollars. I think it's twenty dollars. But community, listen. That's viable information right there. Go get y'all concealed carry. It's not that hard. You need to have something to match the threats that may be posed against you. If a nigga run up with that strap, you need to have something to blow back. And that's just the reality of the world. And sometimes you need, even if you don't plan on using it, you need that deterrence. Mm-hmm. You you might keep a motherfucker in check if he know, all right, if I act out of line, I might get my head blown off by one of many people in here that got a gun. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like you can be more trustworthy of other people with a gun because they know you got a gun too. You feel me? Like it's harder for people to get bullied and taken advantage of. So go out there and get y'all shit. Go get it. Go get it. You need it. Like that's another thing. When the world ends, we gonna need that type of stuff. Real rap, why, why are we talking about the world ending? Like we just gotta I be prepared. We just gotta be prepared just in case. Cause you never know. You you just I just feel you gotta be prepared because you just really never know what might happen. As soon as we get complacent, yeah. Russia gonna send the nukes. Bro, if they send the nukes, <sighs> we got it, it ain't no it's over. Uh, None of us are surviving. There's ways that, to a nuke. That's not true. So you really think we're all gonna die? No, not everybody, but our probability to live, you got a 95% chance to die, bro. I got a 95% chance to die. I don't know about 95. Bro, we live in Philadelphia. They're, I those... New York. I'm New York. New York will get hit before we did. D.C., bro, they would get they hit have... before we did. It don't matter, bro. They're going to oh. send a nuke to one of the biggest t- top 10 cities in America. I feel like multiple. They're lower on that list. You got New York, <laughs> Texas, California, Florida. You, but then they be having hundreds of nukes. So they really How about thousands? Could. Yeah, they could just send one at every, the capital Wait. of every city in America. <laughs> Boom! That would be so drawling. But once again, we have faith in America that we can defend such a thing. But if we can't go as low as you can, if you got a basement, go in the basement. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a basement to a nuke. Even go in the basement, plug up the windows, almost like it's a tornado. You remember in school when the tornado will come and they do the drills and shit? Mm-hmm. If you if it's a table, get underneath the Hide table. Under your desk. <laughs> do all of that, okay? Because when that big boom come through, you want to put as much, not stuff, because stuff ain't going to matter. You want as much, like, earth between you and that explosion as possible. So the deeper your basement, the better. It, and it's gonna sound whatever. If you got a sewage tank out back, and it's not too full, it, that might it. No, bro, it might sound crazy, bro. I know, I that know. really could save your life if a nuke went off. Cause them bitches are complete. They're underground. They're cement, like they're like cement all around them. And it's probably the deepest thing as far as you know for most people around their house is being able to get into that thing. Put the lid on top. Now, when you come out that hole, you got to deal with all the fallout and shit. Probably still gonna die, but at least you're gonna be able to. 
at least you're going to have an experience not many other people would have being able to see the, the immediate aftermath of right. the end of the world which exactly that'd be pretty Ooh. great I can't that'd wait for the crazy. radiation sickness. Ooh, yeah, that'd be crazy. Like, you ever seen I Am Legend? Imagine that, but way, way worse and without the zombies. Even though, would that really be worse if it didn't have zombies? I He he was kind of cool but without the zombies. He had a New York City full of food, full of water, full of non-perishables. Only thing I worry about is some non-dead. We don't have that re- problem in the real world. Yeah. That's actually a plan. Find a septic tank and hop in. That may be your only way to survive. We've uh Oh, you can co-sign that. Bubba co-signs that. <laughs> no, I don't. I mean, if you guys survive, 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 but like, I don't know. So, something else I want to talk about, bro. My boy Charleston White. Oh, God. Um, how you feel about him, first of all? Just, just, just general thoughts. Um, I'm 50-50 on him. He, sometimes, he does say some real shit. Mm-hmm. Like, he really does. But other times, man, he is crazy. Like, I saw this man betting $5,000 that Krishan Rock's baby was going to be retarded. He's oh, like, I got $5,000 that that baby is going to be retarded. He said, I, I got 2000 he said that. Bro, he said he got $2,000 that the baby don't even make it nine months. That is fucked up. That's crazy. Like, he's crazy, bro. Damn. <laughs> That's still my boy, though. <laughs> Only reason... <laughs> Only reason being... First of all, side tangent. All right, we'll come to that later. because That's going to get us completely off track. Um, Charleston, I feel like... Like, it is 50-50 because, like you said, he be saying some real shit sometimes. One, about the culture and keeping it really, really real about how we move within the culture. You know what I'm saying? And really, I feel like calling attention to some of the dumber the dumber narratives that we allow to stay in the culture. But at the same time, he is quite an outlandish character. But I think he's a real one. Reason being, he ain't no bitch. When you, you ever seen a video of Charleston White getting bitched out? Uh, Him backing down. No, because he'll either pull out a knife or some mace. Or some pepper spray. And whack <laughs> yeah. That's gangsta. That is like, listen. Think about it. Think about all these gang niggas this dude been beefing with. Not beefing with, but been talking shit about. He ain't been touched by nobody. One. So he, he really is kind of, he really is doing it right. One. I will pepper spray or cut your ass or shoot your ass if I'm allowed to. And two, if I can't do none of that, I will call the cops on your ass and get your ass arrested and testify on the stand when it comes time to do so. Niggas don't want to fuck with that. This nigga will kill me and testify against me. You, that's a, you a different kind of dangerous. You get what I'm saying? Like, all right, man, I can't mess with you. Cause let me try to handle it in the streets. You going to have my ass put locked away. And then laughing at me online. You feel me? You know he got a subby boxing match coming up. Who is he boxing? Who is he? That's a good question. But you want to know what's funny? I don't think it matters. Only because I don't think Charleston White is that dude when it comes to the hands. You know what I'm saying? I think he the type nigga run up on me. If I can, I'm going to shoot you. I'm going to stab you. You're going to get whacked with this pepper spray. 
That's no if ands and buts about it. To the point where, bro, they was in the press conference, the weigh-ins. You know how you do a you do a square off where y'all get in front mm-hmm. of each other with your hands up and shit. Charleston is so not playing about don't touch me shit. The bull pushed him. Charleston pulled out the pepper spray and started spraying that shit on everybody, bro. He said, listen, we, we get paid to fight in a boxing ring. We are not in a boxing ring. You put your hands on me. I'm hands like we out in the streets. And I'm like, all right. I respect it at the same time. That's kind of crazy, my nigga. You had to wait. <laughs> the boy was just trying to draw some publicity for the fight. Might, and, yeah. him and his whole training camp. Like, come the hell on, bro. Like, that's... Come on. But... Like I said, I think he a real one. And I like what he said about Gunner. See, I don't know who said it, but somebody said, niggas gonna fuck with Gunner when he come out. They said, listen, niggas gonna fuck with Gunner. But you wanna know why I think that is? First of all, do you fuck with Gunner? Do you think, look at him as like, oh, fuck Gunner, we can't listen to him, he right. No, right. ain't snitching. Right, cool. Bro, that's snitching shit, no. The streets is dead. Everybody's a snitch. Bro. Let's be real. Every time I hear somebody calls me else a snitch, the retort is, nigga, you know somebody that's snitching that you covering up. We just pick and choose. They just pick and choose who they decide to make a big deal out of it for. But it seemed like all these people on some way, shape, or form got put in a room with some cops and told them some shit that they really shouldn't have said. Like, that seems to be the case with most of these guys. So it's kind of stupid to keep trying to, oh, he ratted, he ratted, he ratted. How about y'all niggas just accept that this shit just ain't worth it? Niggas <laughs> this. And when they get flipped, it's starting to set in. This is not worth it. What am I throwing my life away for? Same way I thought about 6 9 He got in that room and he had to ask himself some serious questions. What the fuck am I doing this for? Throwing my life away for what? I ain't even shoot nobody. Because I know some niggas that shot. Oh, no. Oh, no. Now, in the same vein, don't get wrapped up in nothing that, you know, you know, it's like, all right, well, nigga, you know the consequences. Don't get wrapped up in it, blah, blah, blah. But I don't know, man. At the same time, for them gang members, you at this point, we got to start realizing this shit is not worth it for a lot of people. So stop. Yeah, so stop just bringing niggas on thinking, oh, once you down, you supposed to be down. Because the reality is most of these niggas is not down. And that's just the reality. And that's it is what it is, you know. But speaking of gangs, I did see some cool shit. Did you know that there's a rumor, allegedly, the GDs and the whoever the other rival gang in Chicago have drawn a truce? They coming together. First of all, I think that's good for the culture because one that represents, so that in and of itself ain't that big of a deal. Who gives a fuck at the end of the day? Some random gangs decide to put the guns down. But that gives me hope. I feel like gangs have a role inside of our ideal society. They are our police force. They are the muscle. You feel what I'm saying? If they could come together and be like, yo, we're not against each other. We're for each other. And our job is not to shoot at each other. It's to shoot at all these other motherfuckers. All right, not all the other motherfuckers in the, in the community. I mean the other motherfuckers that might be coming in to try to threaten the community. Clearly, y'all niggas don't care about blowing people's heads off. Y'all blow your cousin down over some bullshit. You'll blow your man down over some bullshit come together and let's blow down some real ops that's the role of gangs so this just gives me hope that if they can do it maybe it can be like a domino effect where all the gangs will come together even though i don't think america will let that rock i think america would go like these niggas starting to unite the niggas with guns are starting to unite oh no uh it's time to lock the country nah, down yeah uh, <laughs> be another COVID strain or something 
Watch. will be here then. I mean, they've confirmed aliens. So. Well, like, bro, nobody gives a fuck about the aliens. That blows my mind. We've been t- it, y'all don't care about the aliens. They need no, no, no. They would care. People do care. It's just that you can't quantify the care because you haven't seen them. If you if an alien ship came, no hot, none of that bullshit. Oh, I'm only this high quality camera can track it. No, if they came on some shit like, oh no, we're everybody can see it. No, every, then then people would start taking it shit seriously. Yeah. yeah, it would get real at that point. Well, That's I kind of we... want it to get real, real. I want niggas to really know aliens exist. So that way, all of this secrecy can be negligent. You ever heard of Bob Lazar? Yeah, I have. He was on, I think I told you about him. He was on the... Um... You, you probably want to put me on to him. Yeah. Me and my sister watched the... This would be my third time watching this interview. We watched the entire Joe Rogan, him on Joe Rogan. Yeah. If y'all haven't heard that interview, I highly recommend it. It is just interesting. It's whether you believe it or not, you can think that guy's completely full of shit. It's just a cool ass story to hear about how the government has allegedly seven alien spacecraft dotted around the Nevada desert in a bunch of these little testing silos that they know where it came from. Bro, this nigga said they know the planet. They know the system it came from. It's the third planet in the system. Go look it up. Y'all don't sound crazy. Y'all don't got to believe me. Go look it up. And then I happen to connect it to, you ever heard of Ben Carson? The black guy? The black guy. Yeah, the politician, yeah. No, different person. This is a different Ben Carson. He's like a spiritual voice. He talks about how, so his origin story is that humans were created by aliens who came here a long, long time ago from a whole nother system and blah, blah, blah. Um, They say it's evidenced by some of the shit in ancient Egypt. You want to learn more about that? Go look it up. Um, But basically, I thought that's interesting because I find that it's crazy how once you start finding out some of these theories, they start to have so much overlap. Now we got these ships. He Ben Carson been talking about how the Anunnaki and these aliens been here. Like they got here thousands, if not longer ago before that, and they've been here. Then you get these niggas saying, Bob Lazar said some of the ships that they alien allegedly, some of the alien ships they had was ancient. Like they they found these joints from a long, long time ago. So it's like, oh well, then that adds credence to the fact that aliens may have been here a long time ago. And then considering we know what planet and what system that they allegedly came from, why don't we cross-reference that with some of these other theories out there like Ben Carson saying the Anunnaki and knowing where that came from? Are those systems the same? Why is nobody asking these questions? Maybe I need to do the goddamn research. Maybe. But we'll see. I'm going to be honest. Y'all know how I am about looking shit up. So we're going to see. But I'm telling y'all, go look it up. Bob Lazar, Joe Rogan, Ben Carson, Anunnaki. And just take some LSD and watch it. I'm telling you right now, you will be fully engrossed. When's the last time you did that? Well, LSD? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, I can't even remember. I, so long ago, I can't even remember. Keep it a book. But yeah, I'm pretty sure the last time I did it was in State College. Um, Probably got a tab from, you know, boy Trizzy. And I'm pretty sure it didn't hit as crazy. Like, it wasn't as... 
what's the word um just wasn't as yeah it wasn't as borderline overwhelming as you know i'm typically accustomed to you know it was no teeth chattering it was no you know blood sweating it it just was not the the constant unshakable awkwardness there was none of that there was none of that it was just um y'all think we're playing take lsd that is a pretty accurate description of what it's like like that sounds bad it really isn't a terrible that bad but you want to know i think it's because we was in good like most of the time we've done it yeah we've been in good mindsets and been in good company every time we do it we just want to laugh like we about to look up, try not to laugh and shit, and lose all of them. So black dynamite. Yeah, black. Y'all want to go on an experience? Watch black dynamite. Oh, 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 <laughs> I'm telling you, that movie had me tripping. I could not. T- I swear to God, I saw these niggas' faces doing the weirdest shit, yeah. and the movie was so like weird. You really couldn't tell if it was like, right. tripping, or is the movie just that goofy? Like I really could not tell. Bro, these niggas is shooting parts where these niggas is shooting, shooting at Black Dynamite, right? They emptied a full clip. Black Dynamite don't even move. They missed every <laughs> shot. He fired one bullet back and knocked both of them down. And I'm sitting there like, hold on. Am I fucking tripping? These niggas shooting <laughs> a full clip at Black Dynamite. And then his faces start. I can't even do it, but like his smile will just. Next that time, movie his is mouth so is all the way up here. And it's like, oh, all right, yeah, I gotta be tripping to something. But that's an experience. That in Black is King by Beyonce, the two best visual experiences I have ever had on a psychedelic. Those were, those were literally like different, almost life changing. Like when I took L, first of all, when I took LSD, if y'all want to know how real it is, when I took LSD, me and my girlfriend at the time, she who should not be named, when we took LSD together. And she put me on this Ben Carson Anunnaki shit, and we started looking at the Bible. That one LSD trip, we watched 30 minute long videos on damn near every fucking book of the Bible, bro. I swear to God, we was locked in. We it, literally, we might have took it at like eight. By three that morning, we were having a full blown conversation about what our religion would look like, what the 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 rules of it are, what we believe in, what we don't. What my role in it was, what her role in it was. Her role was the prophet. I was the orator, you know? <laughs> so I was like the preacher, but whatever. Needs to say, once we wasn't high no more, those ideas quickly uh, settled down. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so go do that, you know what I mean? And um, keep acting all crazy about these, a- or, or not acting crazy when these aliens come, and they're going to pop up on your ass newly suspected. You see, they confirmed it, and I caught wind, like, my my ear, my antennas is up. My antennas are up. That's all I'm saying. And y'all should be too. They should. We've had so many topics, guys, that we did not talk about today. I'm at trying all. to tell you. I've been following. It's my first time looking down at my, my topic list tonight. Bro, five minutes before the podcast started, I'm like, all right, what, what are we the look, topics again? Yeah. <laughs> and probably about 10 minutes before it ends, I finally looked at the topic list to be like, all right, guys, we about to talk about. All right, so. All right, so this, hold on, this is something. Because I owe this to the quality content community. I told y'all I would give y'all this, and I figure since Brandon is here, you know, it's be a good time for us to share this story with y'all. Or, you know, talk about it. What's the pettiest reason you've ever stopped talking to a girl? Oh, my goodness. 
I've stopped talking to a bunch of girls over petty shit. <laughs> uh, dang. Um, uh, shit, bro. I can't. I can't think. I've done it way too many times. I ain't gonna hold you. So I got a couple stories. One. Now this is the one that's like I don't really know if y'all consider it petty. Y'all might even consider it dirty. I don't know what y'all can consider this, but this is just how it happened. Um. I met this girl. I was enamored over her. She was it. This is in college. Freshman year of college. Listen, I was a wild dude. Okay. So it's like, all right. She gonna say, I met this chick. Let's just call her Jane. No. You about to say James? I'm about to say James, bro. <laughs> Let's call her. <laughs> Why can't I think of a name other than her real name? Let's call her Shalissa. Let's call her Shalissa. There we go. It was a chick named Shalissa, right? So when I had met Shalissa, I thought she was bad, bro. She had the thigh tat, nice body banging, cutest fucking in the face, had a cute little gat, had different color eyes, wasn't sure if they was contacts or not, which I personally hate. Take them goddamn colorful contacts out your eyes. That shit don't look right. It, it, it just don't. You look stupid. But anyway, she had the colorful contacts in the eyes that look natural, so I was fucking with it. She was it. She was a dancer. She was, I was like, this is about to be my wife. Um, I'm playing, but I low-key did think that. So I was like, all right. Um, And that's fucked up because I went into college in a relationship. So the fact that I met a girl, <laughs> and that is, that just, I really wasn't shit. But anyway, so, um, First time we link up, I've been trying to get with this girl for a minute now. We go to parties, we having a good time, we dancing. We always see each other randomly, but I never got the chance. So she calls me over to our room one night. I'm thinking, oh, yes, tonight is the night. I get over there. And, you know, she lived in, she lived in, she lived over there in Pollock. You remember Rittner? Mm-hmm. The, um, the John? So I made that walk over there late at night. I'm excited. You know, it's one thing on my mind. I get in there. So, you know, it's dorm style. So you have roommates. It's her and her roommate. When I walk in there, it's just her. And there is a terrible, terrible odor. <laughs> terrible. Like, make you tear your face up when you walk through the door type shit. Like, legit as might have been how I, I came to the door. But as soon as the door opened, I'm, hey. <laughs> I, I swear to it was that, like, hit you in your fucking face. So, but, you know. I came there with a with a mission. So until I confirm that the odor's coming from her, everything is still a go. So we in the room, and I'm trying not to say nothing, but the fact that she not saying nothing about the smell is kind of making me think, you've been sitting in this smell for so long, you don't even smell it no more. You, you know, you be sitting so long, you don't, even, you don't even peep it anymore. So I'm like, all right, man. But then she decided to get up and go take a shower. I'm like, all right. So now this is my opportunity in my mind to confirm where the fuck that smell was coming from. So she was sitting next to me on the bed, right next to me. As she got up, as soon as that door shut, I took my whole face and put it right where she was sitting. (laughs) (laughs) Deep breath. (laughs) Deep breath. I almost threw up, bro. Bro, I swear to God, that shit was so pungent. It was the worst <laughs> odor I have ever smelled in my life. I was like, 
um thinking about it now almost making me break out into a sweat and my stomach hurt like it was <laughs> that bad like something was wrong but i came there for a mission and i was going bro now <laughs> i'm gonna see it through so she came back out. i was like all right well listen i'm letting air out in this bitch a little bit you know i opened up the window while i was in there I told her it's because it was hot when she came back in there i was you know she hopped in the shower now so it shouldn't be no no problem which it wasn't um and i did my thing but i never talked to that bitch again because that's not even fact, petty listen the fact that you let it get to that point is a is oh no you 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 smelled that when you woke up that morning you i know you ain't had no classes i get it you don't have no classes i understand but you're a girl get up wash it I'm sitting there funk all damn day. Then I got another story. So I ain't gonna lie, this one was kind of petty. So I met this girl, right? This is in state college. She was cool. And my, you know, state college predominantly white. So it's not really a whole lot of, you know, melanin walking around. So when you find somebody, you be kind of like, oh, we locked in. You try to really lock that down. We vibing, mind you. We never, we chilled, smoked, hung out. It never really went to that next stage. We was just chilling, friends. But you know how shit be when meeting a new girl. Even though it start off, even when if it starts off as friends, you gonna have a night where you up, you a little lit, and you start to think <laughs> about that friend. Like, hmm, let me see, you know. So we had went out that night, had a good time, got drunk, whatever. I come back to the apartment. I'm like, man, time to get busy. You know, you struck out at the party, didn't end up getting no buns on the way back. So now I was like, all right, fuck it. I either got to hit up a bitch I already had in my phone or just go to sleep. That's it. So I'm like, all right. I hit her. He up. wanted to say something else, guys, but he didn't say it. But no, I that's literally know. it. Go to sleep <laughs> mad as fuck. Like, I'm trying to think. Would you, you can't hit nobody up. Like, that's it. Like, you better knock one out. And yeah, go I was about to say, that's exactly what you want to say. <laughs> <laughs> that's shit. My game shit. Most party nights, if shit ain't go my way. Shit, do what you gotta do. You understand what I'm saying? But anyway, but I I remember one night I couldn't do it. This one night, it it, it, it just didn't feel right. I felt like such a lame (laughs) ass. I felt like such a lame ass nigga, bro. I don't know if you remember this, but we was out. We had went out. You, um, this is when you was dating. Um, you are you okay if I use real names, or you would rather me use some cold names type shit? It ain't embarrassing for them. It's really just something for me. But it, it'll help you remember what I'm talking about. All right. You was dating Melanie at the time. Nisha came up to visit Yuri. This is when me and you, this is when we, I forget what 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 complex we were in or where we was at in White Course. I want to say we was in Garbin. We could have been in Grubdo. I'm not sure. Whichever one we was in where you were, me and you was on the same side. Um, We come back from the party. Garbin. Garbin. All right, say less. We come back from the party. Like I said, Melly was up there for you. Nisha's up there for Yuri. Nobody's up there for me. Which is fine. Which is fine. fine. Struck out at the party. Then, you know, whatever. Y'all didn't give a fuck. Y'all was cool. We get back to the apartment and whatnot. And, um, or no, was it? I forget. I don't remember if you were, me and you was on the same side or me and Yuri was on the other side. Because now I'm starting to remember Yuri and Nisha. So we get back to the apartment. It's late. It's like 2, 3 in the morning. (laughs) Y'all go in y'all room, start doing y'all thing. Me, I'm up. I'm still pretty lit. So in my mind, I'm like, you know, I start playing oldies. Just playing all this good old school music. You know, low-key fucking music. 
You was with Melanie. He was with Niche. Y'all in there getting busy. All right. <laughs> Listen, I tried to cut the music off at one point. Niche talking about something. Turn it back on. I'm like, okay. So now, listen, bro, I'm in my room, bro, because I didn't want to be a cock block. So I'm in my room, door wide open, literally just sitting there. Because <laughs> now I didn't want to party no more. Now I know everybody having a good time. I'm, I'm, in bitch, I'm in this bitch just sitting in the dirt. You got me fucked up. I'm in her arms folded. But then I couldn't even knock one out because I'm like, man, I'm not about to be in this room knocking one out when I know. <laughs> I think it was over there smashing some shit. Like, I'm not, no, like, fuck that. Like, so I literally just sat up there, my headphones in angry. Like, I was mad as shit. I ain't gonna lie, bro. See, I don't know if you remember this. You was knocking the boots off, Melanie. I don't know what y'all was doing. <laughs> I don't know what y'all was doing in there. Her ass was in there making noise. I was like, oh, shit. Red and I was like, okay, okay. I had my oldies playing, but after a while, I turned that shit right. I said, like, "Y'all not about to keep, like, keeping me up. Are y'all get no fuck that." <laughs> I shut the door, turned the music off, and took my ass to sleep. Like that was the end of that. But Nigga, yeah. what what was that story? I thought it was about the time you cut off a bitch. Oh yeah, forgot about that. Nigga. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. So uh, let's go back a little bit. So I met, <laughs> I met this chick up there. So um, like I said, so you get back from the end of the night and you're like, all right, I struck out at the party. Let me try to, you know, tap in with the chick I met that had been friends this whole time. Let me see if I can try to, you know, be finessing. Put up like, oh, what you doing, girl? First thing this girl hit me back with, she my job FaceTime and she get on the phone. Nigga, where are you at? <laughs> I'm in the crib. I'm trying to be smooth, nigga. Like, I'm trying to feel like I'm I'm talking my way into some shit. I'm like, I know I'm in the crib, chilling, you know. Just trying to see what you got going on. Nigga, what you got going on? You playing. I'm like, yup. So now I'm starting to get a little like, bitch, who are you talking to? And I'm like, I mean, I was trying to see where you at for the night before I could even get it out. Is you pulling up on me to get it or what? Bro, I don't know why. But that shit was instantly from like, let's do it, straight to, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, uh, pineapple, <laughs> I don't like this anymore. Because it made me scared as to what the experience was going to be like when I got there. She was way <laughs> too aggressive. And I'm not one of them niggas that like to be like a bitch when a man handles a nigga in the bedroom. Uh-uh. 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 All right. I'm not no submissive. That ain't, that ain't what's about to pop off. So in my mind, I'm thinking this bitch is way too aggressive and I never talk to her again. Fuck trying to like, well, I just never try to talk to her like that. I never talk to that girl again. <laughs> because you want to know why on one level I felt like a bitch because she threw coochie at me and I just, I bitched out of it. So on one level, I was like, I don't want that stain on my record. So I'm just block her from my life. And then on another level, I don't want to be put in that position again where I feel overwhelmed by your advances. So... <laughs> I can't talk to you no more. Sorry. Like, and that was that. That was probably the pettiest reason to ever talk to a girl. That and because y'all niggas thought that in high school when y'all thought my girlfriend was ugly. So I started to think she was ugly. And uh, I don't even want to say her name. <laughs> but I don't even know. I'm mad I even said anything. <laughs> she might watch the. <laughs> 
I was gonna use this clip, dog. That's just block out. her from your story. Just block her from your story uh, for this one time. Yeah, that's what I had to do. But um, she was. I ain't gonna lie. So I, listen, beauty is in the eye of the beholder. Let let me be one of the first people to say that beauty is in the eye of the beholder. I'm never gonna knock my guys for who they get with unless it's really that bad because I know I have been in that position where niggas could easily knock who I was with, even though niggas did. But whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but in high school, and I'm all but you want to know something. I'm grateful that y'all niggas did that because y'all made me become more mature as a person. Because it wasn't until after that that I started to see how corny I was for letting that shit get to me. And I never mm. let that shit get to me again. Like, all right, but them niggas didn't mean it. Just because them dudes didn't think that she looked good, that should not have impacted how I felt. Like I liked her. That's for sure. Like I enjoyed my time with her. So who cares if other niggas thought she was ugly as hell in the face? So what? Like, that shouldn't impact me, but it did. To the point, I didn't want to kiss this bitch at the class. Like, <laughs> I would hide from her after school and wait for her to, like, go catch the bus to go home, and then I would pop back out. Like, woo, niggas, all right, come on, let's, that's fucked. let's go home, you know, which I know is fucked up, but that, and that's what I'm saying. Like, I was just way too impressionable. I just, I don't know. I let other niggas' opinions of what I was doing have way too much weight. Um... But I never, I never let that happen again. So when y'all see me pop up with my ugly duckling, I don't want to hear nothing from nobody. Okay, right. my ugly duckling. Okay, I find I'm her beautiful. Shit. Now, no, I'm not talking about her no more. I'm talking about in general because I ain't gonna lie, bro. No, I know. Where I'm at right now, I'm about to start giving these big girls a try. Like legit. <laughs> I mean, ain't nothing wrong with that. Like. I, I have a type, and like, listen, I'll be real. My body won't work if I'm not in it. If I'm in it, <laughs> if you not for me, my body gonna reflect that. You get what I'm saying? You know, I'm gonna let y'all put the pieces together on that. But people keep piping up these these you know pleasantly plump women, and it's like, man, I'm be honest, you bad bitches getting played out. I'm tired of y'all. Y'all only y'all 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 beauty be surface deep too often. No, I want to try something else out. All right, you know what? Let this be the last topic, but let's let's go on it for a little dating scene right now. That shit is ass. It's and terrible. I'm tired of women saying, "Oh, the dating scene is ass just for us." No, 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 no. Hold up, hold up. That shit is ass for everybody. Mm-hmm. It's like, bro, these women. You'll get like maybe it's just online dating. Maybe I gotta get like find somebody personally, meet them, and just go through that. Oh, but, weird! Like, at the club, ex- where you gonna meet bitches at? Exactly, person? like what it's the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> we ain't in college or high school no more. Bitches not just walking around waiting for some nigga to come come to their dorm room later. That's not what's happening. Like you know exactly. what I'm saying? What the fuck was to meet these hoes at a supermarket? That's a little weird to me. Bitch, shoot. Shopping for groceries, not go to her like, hey, you know, can I get your number, bitch? You know, I mean, maybe, maybe that's just what it has to yeah, be. Because, like, bro, are you talk to these women on these apps, bro? And I get it, I get it, bro, because they probably have so many dudes trying to talk to them. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, just don't match with me, bro. Because, like, I'm tired of carrying conversations. Like, I'm tired of. Like, just having to be everything. You gotta, you gotta appeal to her, and 
justify for yourself why you even want to talk to her because she's not even doing nothing to make you be like i really like this girl you gotta do it for yourself like oh she got fed ass she got this nothing that actually has to do with what she's presented from her personality you get what i'm saying and then these girls be mad when niggas don't stay because what do y'all give but i think that's one of the reasons why this way it is only one side think it's their job to court the other and we have played a part in this we've allowed it to be a thing where oh niggas gotta do the courting niggas gotta take these bitches out it's so niggas to impress 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 that is true but you also want me to like you ma'am so shouldn't you be trying to show me something that would make me really attached to you so that way i'm not just looking at the surface level shit you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. like and then be mad when you can't find a meaningful like <sighs> and women will be like oh these guys are so like girly now or like sassy for like saying shit like that but it'd be like no like Niggas bro, you had speaking right. on this shit y'all said y'all wanted us to do speak bro, and then they get on get on your ass for that shit it'd be like yeah bro. try to gaslight you make you seem like you less of a man for doing something that you told me real men do like you try to make it seem like because i'm not emotionally available emotionally communicative that makes me less of whatever but then when i actually become that with you it gets flipped into you looking at me as less than you know what i mean so mm-hmm. it's just and like you said it goes back to social media shit like I, I i just don't know it's just fucked <laughs> i just don't know like it, it, to, to try to pinpoint what the issue is what the divide is it's a never-ending thought train because as soon as you be like oh well this is a problem then that just leads you into being like, oh, but then this is an issue too. And then you start looking at it, then it's like, we're just all fucked in the head. And until we really acknowledge that and acknowledge what's doing it to us, i.e. social media, it's just going to keep being a thing. And we're going to keep having these unfulfilling relationships, unfulfilling joints. People are going to be unfulfilled with the dating scene. And that's just that. And I think one of the things, social media, is made people unable to settle. Everybody thinks there's something better out there. You 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 know what you got, but then you, you see celebrities with the 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 super baddest bitch or the super baddest nigga, and they make you think, man, I'm settling for what I got. And you see all these messages telling you how you are great just because you're you, woman. So you think, man, I'm great just because I'm me, and I'm settling for this Joe Blow ass nigga. No, bitch, you got a warped mentality. You Joe Blow just like me. like what the fuck i think that's the and i was gonna get in this earlier what's the difference between why niggas because i I heard something when you first hear this niggas are emotionally attracted to their friends what do you how does that resonate with your energy when you hear that what i'm emotionally or not attract is the wrong word but like you are emotionally come like compatible with your friends when you first hear that what do you think it makes me feel like you're saying some gay shit okay exactly that is where my mind went at first but then i started to think about all right first of all that term isn't good emotionally it ain't about no emotional attraction i look at it as emotional acceptance that is what i think exists between most guys i'm able to connect with my guys there's no judgment 
And if there is, there ain't enough of it to where I feel like they don't accept me anymore for who I am, or I feel like the context of our relationship is going to change. You know what I'm saying? With women, that don't necessarily be the case. If no. I feel a certain way or I think something, you may judge me and change how the fuck you look at me and move with me and stuff like that. Well, guys, we not even, we just trying to have a good time, nigga. Okay, you may think that fucking, I don't know, the earth is flat. That don't really affect me being able to talk sports and anime and all this crazy shit about you. You know what I'm saying? I think girls have this mentality of don't settle, especially when they get in relationships with men, that men don't carry with each other. So yeah, being with my friends is a lot more emotionally stable than being with a woman because I'm relating to people who emotions work similar to mine. I don't got to explain what the fuck I'm doing or why I'm not doing it or why I'm doing it this way because these niggas probably do it the exact same way. You get what I'm saying? And that is why niggas hang around they niggas all the time because these niggas make me feel comfortable. These niggas know me. I don't got to be, you know, y'all mean. And it's cheap. I can chill in a crib and watch YouTube videos with my niggas. These bitches act like that's just like that's way that's too much. Like that's, that's not enough. Much. We gotta be spending. Yeah, you're not trying to take me out for no. I'm honestly not. I feel like the same way you women have to guard against a man trying to come in and just trying to fuck you. As a man, I have to guard against a woman trying to come in and trying to use me for whatever benefits I can bring to her life. As far as oh, she's a homebody. Well, that nigga likes me. I can get him to take me out and buy me something to eat. Uh, I need to make sure that's not the situation we're in. In my mind, the healthier way to really make sure everything is cool, yeah, keep sex out of it, but also keep money out of it. We need to be on a neutral date. I'm no, not just... overcompensating for money. And if we are paying, it's a, you know, we splitting it. And there ain't no pressures for sex. So, you know what I mean? Whatever roles we fall into, we can naturally fall into as opposed to being like, put there and held there you know right so yeah but this all uh, I can say, you girls you need to start really listening to niggas more and, and understand that to be real yeah there's a reason why niggas like being around niggas more there's a reason for that and instead of trying to demonize niggas for it like that's gonna make like you telling me oh that's sassy you gonna make me stop doing what i'm doing just because you said that that's manipulation it's not what you need to do is get with the program Figure out what dynamic exists between bros that that makes it so stable and centering on that. And I know y'all don't get it because y'all female friendships don't be worth shit. Half the time, y'all don't like each other. Half the time, y'all beefing with each other. So I really don't think y'all really get what I'm saying. But you need to because of the benefit you with guys and then the benefit you with your, with your female friends. But, you know. I digress. You know, I preach to you bitches about relationships, you know, when we get Bobby on the program and shit, you know? Bobby. Yeah. But yeah, bro, shit, I think that was, listen, we gave that y'all a little longer today. I'm about to say, gave I'm y'all a little longer 14. today. You feel me? We got some good stuff. We got some great topics. We got some good ass stories. Listen, this was good and it was good reminiscing, right? Like, that was a good memory unlocked and I was playing those oldies listening to Brandon and Yuri blow out their fucking bitches back. I like, don't remember this, by the way, guys. Y'all was drunk. Y'all was bro. We was lit that night. That was a great ass night. Like that was a good ass night. Like I think I'm the ultimate wingman for that. Like I really stayed up and was like, man, listen, I'm just letting my niggas do what they do. Bruh. And then I don't know right. if maybe that, that alcohol was too much information. Was 
There's going to be a little too much information, but it is whatever, whatever. If I was drunk, I was not fucking. Because, like, I, I don't know what was going on. Don't be, my shit do Bro. not be what it's supposed y'all, to be doing. Or whatever y'all was doing in there had her ass <laughs> going crazy. <laughs> her ass, oh, what? I do not remember. <laughs> Bro, that shit was crazy. I was really in my room like, yo, why are they going so ham? Like, no, this right. is not even that good. <laughs> the only the only time I remember Melody doing some shit like that is when we was done. Like, we weren't even... She just came to State College. We was in the apartments this time. Like, we mm-hmm. was actually in our apartment. That's the only time I remember her really doing some draw uh, and shit. Where I was like, uh, yo, you are loud. <laughs> she was... That... A whole... I gotta hold on. See, y'all don't know. Bubba used to be slaying this <laughs> Cause now that I'm thinking back, that's not the only hoe I heard sounding like she was getting oh, her back blown out in that room. It was this light skinned chick. Ready? <laughs> these bitches. What? <laughs> like what? But anyway, uh, we we we. You right. You right. Yeah, got over. Maybe next time we'll get into all that. Brandon's text page. All right. But um, it's been your boy D. It's been Bubba. And it's been another quality content episode. We're gonna catch y'all next time. It ain't going to be as big of a gap between this and next right, episode. I can promise you that. Yeah, but I hope y'all enjoyed. And um, yeah, we're going to catch y'all next time.